If you've seen Roast Battle on Comedy Central and thought those comedians were too mean or took a joke too far, you ain't heard nothing yet. Join Brian Moses and DJ Coach T for Roast Battle, the podcast, as they bring you weekly shows and interviews from the world-famous comedy store in Hollywood, California. Now listen to Roast Battle for the most divisive jokes and healing interviews every Thursday in your podcast feed. Subscribe now and leave a joke of your own when you rate and review. This week's episode of the Casey Crew is also brought to you by Selfish Babe. Selfish Babe is the free self-love app for women that will remind you how amazing you are on the daily. Now, this app sends you one affirmation and one self-love-related quote a day, all right? Now, I'm not going to lie. I hooked this up for my wife. I make sure every day she's in a good mood and happy. I'm even going to send one to my daughter just to make sure they are happy because I got women in the house, and I want to make sure they're happy. Now, download Selfish Babe today by going to bit.ly slash Selfish Babe Casey Crew Podcast or find it for free in the Google Play and Apple Store. And don't forget to follow them on Instagram at Selfish Babes with an S. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. First, let me shout out to everybody that came out to the car show over the weekend. Yes. Wow. What a turnout. What a turnout. I am humbly grateful and thankful for everybody that came out. Um, This is something I wanted to do for a long time. And... I just didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how I, as a kid, I, you know, I'm into cars. I wanted to do a car show and display and I just loved it. And I looked at all the car shows that I ever been to and there was something that I loved about them and there was something that I didn't like about them. So I said, I'm going to do a car show with everything that I loved about the car shows and put it together and try to make just an amazing show. So I, um, I was, you know, kicking around an idea for a, a, a couple of years and I told Gian, you know, I wanted to do a car show. And she was like, well, find a venue. So we found a venue in Jersey. It was an indoor venue. I, that was one of the things I didn't like. All the car shows I went to were outside. So you always had to worry about whether it was raining or it was too hot or whatever it was. And I was like, I don't want to do anything outside. I want to do something indoor. So I found the Meadowlands, the Meadowlands Expo Center. Then I said, okay, well, what do I want to do? And I w- we looked at it and it was expensive. And Gia was like, you know what? This is what you want to do. Let's do it. So we booked the venue and then we just started planning it and it came together. I didn't know what to expect. At first, I only wanted like 1,500 people there. I was like, 1,500 mm-hmm. people for the first car show. I was like, that's good. I can control it. I can see what I like, what I did wrong. And then it just started growing. Shout out to Lincoln Tech, who sponsored the, the main sponsor that came through. Shout out to 50 Cent, who was also a sponsor. And you know, like I said, I only expected 1,500 and we got close to 6,000 in yeah. there. Close to 6,000 people in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The venue holds 5,000 and you say, well, how did you get 6,000? Because, you know, with people come in and, in and out. It's a ro- It was a rotating 6,000 right. people. So 5,000 mm-hmm. at one time, but it was a rotating 6,000. It was just a great event. So shout out to everybody who donated their cars and people that came with their cars and shout out to uh, the celebrities that gave me their cars. Shout out to Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Little Kim. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Fab Shout to uh, 50 Nas. Cent. Shout to Nas. Uh, shout to Safari. Mm-hmm. Shout to uh, Rolls Royce Corporate. Rolls Royce D for bringing uh, the Rolls Royce truck in the Bentley. Uh, shout to Lamborghini for bringing the Lamborghini truck. Mm-hmm. Shout to McLaren. There was so many people like Bugatti. Came who brought the Bugatti? Uh, uh, PCNY. They have a, a, a car group and he brought the Bugatti mm-hmm. and I was grateful for that. I mean, it was just a, a bushy. They, they, those are the guys that had the big trucks, the big Benz trucks, mm-hmm. the green one and the red. Yeah. 
um, shout to Elite Design Concepts. They, they were the ones that actually did my three, my my BMW M3 over. Mm-hmm. I just had a great Hold time. Hold on, shout to the guy that washed all the cars. Yeah, yeah, Top Notch, I believe his name is. Okay. He washed all the cars for me, thank top you. Top Notch what? I don't know, I gotta look it up now. Gotta look him up now. You can't forget about him. Yeah, no, he, he really came through and he washed all the cars. He stood out there for hours. Top Notch Mobile Wash, that's his name. Mm-hmm. And they came through and uh, washed all the cars. But I want to, you know, I want to thank people so much because people came from everywhere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just New York, New Jersey, I Connecticut. I was so humbled by that. Yeah, Miami. Somebody flew in from Jamaica. Someone flew Houston, in from LA. LA. Someone drove from, it was two people that drove from Montreal. Yes. Yes. Like people came from a long way to come to the car show and they didn't know what to expect and we tried to make the car show and one of the things that I say, I, I know I know we're talking about the car show a lot but I just want to say how much I'm, I'm appreciative. I wanted to do something that everybody would have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when you bring kids to the car show, you know, they're not really into it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to bring jumpies and a basketball jumpy and video games, video games and face painting for kids anywhere from the age three to 17, mm-hmm. you know, where they can have fun. Right. You know, uh, shout to Mimi's hair braiding. She did braids for women. She's at the my show. braider. Yes. Mimi. Yes. So, you know, if, if, uh, if uh, I think her Instagram is um, at Mimi's braids, I believe so. Yeah. So if, if you're a, a girl, or a, a, a mom or a wife or fiance and you're not in the cars and just want to get your hair braided you could have there was food it was just yeah, so she had a dope braid much, bar yeah so much going mm-hmm. on and everybody had a great time and I just want to say thank you guys for making my dreams possible and my dreams come true all you guys came out and supported and I want to say thank you and babe I just want to say thank you to you because the last three months have been nothing but planning this show right and people don't know it wasn't like I had a team. Right. It wasn't no team. <laughs> right. This is everything that was done was done here. Mm-hmm. From picking the cars to picking the red carpets to red velvet ropes to, you know, things hanging to security to the music to building the stage to plotting out the cars to promoting to organizing a way that all the cars could get in and mm-hmm. in order, relying on people to bring their cars at specific times, right. picking up cars that weren't delivered. That's right. Like they were supposed to be delivered. Mm-hmm. So us going out on missions in the middle of the night to go get cars right. and come back and Uber around to get cars. Like, yeah, it was it was it was a lot. But it was a lot. And damn it to hell. It was worth it. And I want everybody to know because, you know, people say, no, like I actually did it like 7 a.m. I was at the venue Delivering cars Friday, mm-hmm. 7 a.m. Saturday before the event. I was there getting cars in. Right. You know, so and we didn't leave the venue until at least nine o'clock after. So from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., we were at the venue loading cars in and getting cars out. Mm-hmm. It was that type of event. Yeah. You know, so I just want to say I appreciate you guys and thank you guys for supporting it and everything. Mm -hmm. Great, 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 great show. Thank you so much. I just, you know, I just I want to acknowledge you really quickly if I can. It's just so amazing to me the way that you'll have an idea and how you bring it to fruition. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people talk a lot. You Mm -hmm. know, we always talk about our dreams and things that we want to happen. And, you know, sometimes we set up goals in a time frame. But I don't think that most of us actually realize those things. I don't think that we 
actually see them through. And some people, it's laziness. Some people, it's circumstance. Some people, it's resources. Some people, it's time. Mm -hmm. There's different reasons for everybody. But with you, you take an idea and you turn it into a reality. Absolutely. Always. Like to me, when I look at you, you are that person that makes things happen. You're super ambitious and you're such a go-getter. And it's just, it's, I've known you for all these years and it's still inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say that I appreciate that so much about you. And I love you so much for just being that strong leader in our family and being someone that our kids can look up to and use as an example and a role model and understand that if they think of something or they dream of something that it can become a reality. Like it's Absolutely. possible. Absolutely. And I just want to say thank you again to you for, cause I know these last three months have been hell. Cause I've been, you know, it's been, it's been stressful making sure everything has been done right. And it came off great. And I, I am so grateful and so thankful. And I'm gonna do this yearly, you know? So, you know, now that we know what it was and how it happened and what we need to do to make it better. And mm -hmm. we, you know, we're going to do this every year. So I'll, I'll give you the new date because I'm, I'm actually going to um, put a deposit on for next year. <laughs> I'm going to do it now. So because I want uh -huh. it closer to my birthday. I want it in September when it's a little warmer, mm -hmm. you know, because it could have been all bad. It could have been snowing in November, but it was the weather was nice. So, yes, I want September. But I want to say what, okay, baby. What were you going to say? No, no, no. What were you going to say? Go ahead. Um, I also wanted to acknowledge a lot of the guests that came mm -hmm. that were looking forward to seeing me and the kids. Right. Um, we had um, an unfortunate circumstance that you, day. No, you, you, you guys did come. I don't want to. Like, oh, no, no. We did come. Okay. We did come. It was very late. But the plan was that I was going to be there early. Rashawn got there at eight. Doors opened at noon. I was, I was there at 7 a.m. Oh, you were there at seven. Doors opened at noon. Um, I wanted to be there by one o'clock. So that was the plan. But we took my mom and London to get their hair done. Mm -hmm. My hair was done from the night before and so was Madison. So my mother and London were getting their hair done that morning. And while at the hair salon, my mother was feeling a little bit out of sorts. Uh -huh. And because of the dementia, it brings on intense feelings sometimes uh -huh. like anxiety and paranoia. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you're a little unaware of your surroundings. And at times I feel as though she feels very adamant about things. Right. And sometimes she experiences like intense frustration and she was under the dryer getting her hair. Um, you know, she had big rollers in her hair and she was under the dryer drying it. And I think she was irritated by the heat. Mm -hmm. Maybe she felt uncomfortable and she just wanted to get out. And I think that although she didn't really say much about it, mm -hmm. I, you know, you could see on her face that she wasn't happy. Uh -huh. And I think that she became worked up and became anxious and passed out. She passed out at the hair salon. She right? passed out at the hair salon and, um, slid down the chair and fell onto the floor 
and um, the paramedics were called and they took her blood pressure and come to find out that she had very high blood pressure Mm -hmm. and um, some other things. I'm not going to take everyone through it, but she wasn't well. Right. And um, we had to go to the hospital. Uh, It was just, it was a, it was a very sad day for me Mm -hmm. and the family. Um, But after all of that was said and done, she was cleared to take it easy for the rest of the day. Uh And I was adamant about coming to the car show and, you know, making an appearance. I don't like to um, tell people that I'm going to do something and not do it. Mm -hmm. And I definitely wanted to meet a lot of you that were there. So we got there late, very late. um, But we went and my mom was in attendance. She came along. Right. And, um, she took it easy. She just sat down on the couches that you provided. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people asked if you if you um, came up with the 10 feet of space. Yes, he came up with the 10 feet of space. And I want you to address that, by the way. Um, <laughs> but she had a nice, comfy place to sit and relax uh-huh. and whatnot. So a lot of you were asking and DMing me if she was okay, because I think you mentioned it on the radio. Yes. Okay. Well, yes, she's okay. And um, I took her to see a specialist today, so everything will be okay. But that's the reason why we weren't there as early as I would have liked to have been. Yeah, Gia's mom passed out and uh, they took her to the hospital, but they did wind up coming because there were a lot of people asking where you were, wanted to take pictures with you and the kids. Mm-hmm. And so it was a little late, but you, you know, you guys came and it was still a great event and mom was doing fine. Yes. Now, well, why are you looking at me? I want you to apologize to me for giving me such a hard time about the couch section. See, that's the thing. What? We talked about it last podcast. I said I'll get you a VIP section. No, not that you would. I want you to tell me what you told me at the event and after the event about it. What? You said that I was absolutely 100% correct. Go ahead. I told you that already. So I know, but we want to share it because we argued about it on the podcast. So we have to talk about the resolution on the podcast. You always want to be in the past. Let's be in the future. (laughs) I said you were right. And I said it was a great idea. All right. Completely done. Like what? Like that's it. Hold on. That's it. That's all the kudos that you're going to throw over here. What do you want? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just wondering, is that, that's all the kudos me, that you're going to throw over here? jerk you off too? Yes, I said it was great. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> no, it was, it was great. It was wonderful. It was a great idea. Mm-hmm. And absolutely necessary. It was necessary. That's what you said. Okay. Because your parents came, you wanted them sitting on the edge of the stage, kick, stage kicking their feet. That's what you wanted. Your parents I, came, your parents are 70 something and 70 something and you just wanted them with no place to sit. I said you were right. How many times do you want me to I'm say you're right? Saying. I said you were right. I'm just it. saying because I feel like I'm pulling teeth right now. I, I would said, like to, I would, I would love if it felt genuine baby, and I would have loved even more if I didn't have to ask you for I it. I told you already. I said, you just no, wanted, but you that, that's me. not the point that you told me is besides <sighs> the point. Like the podcast is about sharing. All right. I said you were right. Baby. You have to say it again. Okay. It's understood. All right. Can we continue on? Yes, we can. Now the dope thing about this, uh, car show was everything was wonderful everything was wonderful people were hitting me I had a great time because I was really into how people felt like if they enjoyed it if they hated it or whatever and and I've never been had an event where 99.999% of people said they had a great time mm-hmm. and then I got one when no Rashawn yeah. Rashawn C what I don't want to talk about this I do I don't want to talk about this I do I don't want to talk about this. Why not? Because I, I because it's personal. I'm gonna leave the names out. Not not personal in the sense that I don't want to share it with 
the listeners, but I don't know if it's a great idea. I don't care. Let's do it. Hold on. What? I hate that you just, (laughs) you just bypass me and my opinion and you're just like making executive decisions. Do you think it's a good idea to talk about that? When somebody texts. Because it's per, these are personal friends. I don't care. Well, no, it's a personal friend. I don't care. Yeah. So what? All right, let's do it. We're going to, this, this is our life and this is what we're going to talk about. Ready? Okay. Do not mention any names. I'm not. Do you understand? I'm not. Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. All right. We're going to take it out outside of this, but anyway. Okay. So clearly you have a plan. Right. No, I don't. But do we ever have a plan or do we just go off the fucking top of the head? All right. Let's go. All right. So I got a, a DM. Now, everybody hit me about the car show. It was great. I had a great time. It was wonderful. This, that, and the other. So Sunday morning, I wake up and now I'm checking my DMs because a lot of people hit me saying, hey, I love the car show. They're sending me pictures and Can all I that. Can I just interrupt you really quick? What's up, babe? Can I embarrass you really quick? Sure. You cried twice on the day of the par- of I did. the car show. I absolutely positively did. Because you were so happy. I was emotional because this was something that, that I dreamed of. That made me so happy. And the fact that when I looked outside, That made me so happy. I'm about to tear up right now. That no. made me so happy. Yes. Uh, thank you. Yes. It was very mm-hmm. emotional. Yes. Like it was the fact that I've dreamed of doing this as a kid and it really came through. And not only did it come through, it was packed mm-hmm. no props no incidents no you know no nothing so you were checking your dms the next day basking right. in the positive comments right just finding out because right. i like to even Go if ahead. it's negative i want to know so i can change it for next right. year i want to know what you like what mm-hmm. you love what you hate uh-huh. so i can change it okay so go ahead so i got uh, a message and i'm reading it says rashawn don't you think you should have invited bleep malcolm i'm gonna use the word malcolm okay malcolm to your car show event aren't y'all supposed to be friends he doesn't care and didn't bring it up at all. But I think it's quite whack of you. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Malcolm is a, a friend that I grew up with as a kid. Uh, I wouldn't even say as a kid, as a younger a person. Like a young adult. A younger adult. Mm-hmm. And we were cool for a period of time. And we're, we're cool now. We don't speak as much. But we were better than cool. Yeah, we were better than cool. We're but close. We we're very, very close. Um, but we don't speak that much anymore. And mm-hmm. it's not because there's problem. It's just I have five kids. I have a life and I'm doing things and he has a life and he's doing things. And we just don't necessarily connect like we used to. No problem. No beef. But it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And when I got that message, I was like, Malcolm, you have a problem because I didn't invite my and now his name is not Malcolm. I'll just use Malcolm. That you didn't invite well, my- let's just be clear. That DM came from Malcolm's current girlfriend. Correct. Okay. Correct. So let me tell you why. What are we going to call her? Um, Becky. Becky? Yeah, Becky. We'll call her Becky. Come up with another name. I like Becky. No. Yeah, Becky works. Becky just annoys me. And if it annoys me, I'm not going to connect with the story as well. Every time you say it, it just distracts me. So let's come up with another name. Becky is the, good. Nicole. I like Becky. It's Nicole Rashawn. Becky. You want me distracted? This is Becky. Be do, you re- want me, do you want me distracted? You'll remember Becky. I don't like, okay, let me be clear. I don't like the connotation that Becky implies. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. Okay, so it cannot be Becky. Why? We're going to call her Nicole. I just told you why. Becky has a certain connotation with it and I don't like it. So we're not going to call her Becky. I like Becky. We're really going to argue about this? I think Becky works. Can we call her Becky? All right, Nicole. All right, so... Nicole. Mm-hmm. Nicole was the one that hit me. Now, um, so Nicole and Malcolm. Nicole and Malcolm. Okay. So now this this was my problem with this, right? And 
I guess let me let me let me let me go back to it. Right, I'm going back to the thing. Now, when it says, "Don't you think you should have invited Malcolm to the car show?" Aren't y'all supposed to be friends, right? So this is how I replied. I said, I shouldn't have to invite friends to come out and support me. Real friends don't need invitations. Right. Everyone that I fuck with was there. And then I said, stop acting like a baby and grow the fuck up. By the way, I think you DMing me on, on behalf of your man is quite whack of you. But that's how I really feel. Like if I'm doing something that's public, right? I'm doing a car show. I'm putting my energy and everything into a car show. When you say, damn, and that's Envy's car show, I'm going to go fuck with Envy and support Envy. Right. Because there was so many people there that supported me. And who people who couldn't make it hit me with like, yo, I'm proud of you, bro. Have a great show today. I'm sorry I couldn't make yeah. it. And I respect that. Now, there was there was a bunch of people there that just came and paid. Mm-hmm. And just was like, yo, I'm just here to show you love. You know, show you support. That's what friends do. Right. If you're my true friend and my real friend, I don't have to invite you to something that's open to the public. Right. Now, I do understand if it's some shit that's a private and be like, damn, you can feel away there and you invite me. But something that's open to the public. All you have to do is hit me and say, hey, I'm coming out to the car show. I'm coming to the car show. And then we'll reply with, all right, your number, your name's going to be at the door. Just give your name and they'll escort you in. And that's how I that's feel. It. And, and, see, and that's the difference with, with friends and people who feel like they're entitled. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, for instance, um, Remy Martin, for instance, and, and I'm just going to say Remy Martin. Remy Martin, uh, the rapper, she had a, uh, owns a shop in North Carolina, mm-hmm. right? Like a, some kind of fashion, I don't want to say fashion, shop? fashion shop, right? Mm-hmm. Clothing shop. And I was in North Carolina a week ago. Uh-huh. And they told me that her shop was close. I was going to go to her shop and just support her and buy something mm-hmm. just because she's cool with me. And that, and not to say that me and her are friends and we spend time with each other and I know her last name or any of that. I really don't. But just because we are cool, I was like, I'm going to go support her. Right. And that's what people who are cool with do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that. Like, or you should have invited. Like, who the fuck do okay. you think you are? That's all well and good. But you know what I didn't understand? What, what I took offense to? What's that? I wanted to be like, bleep, we don't know you like that. Mm-hmm. You feel entirely too comfortable sending a message that sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Who the bleep are you? Mm-hmm. Like you, you constructed it, you reread it and you felt okay about hitting send. Like we're not cool like that. Right. I haven't spoken to you in God knows how many years. Correct. Not a real conversation. I think you might have ran into her once or twice in 20 years. Right. And you feel comfortable enough to pick up your phone, construct something and send it to me on the behalf of your man. Mm-hmm. And then you want to hit it with, oh, he doesn't know that I'm sending this, etc. Well, maybe you should have a conversation with him before you go and speak for him. Correct. Because now not only are you making yourself look whack, you're making him look whack. Right. And, and, I, and I thought that was whack because as a friend, if you want to say, quote unquote, friend. Who, Malcolm? Yes. yes. No, or, or, uh, Nicole. Nicole. What, you, what they should have came with. We're not with, friends. What they should have came with. It was like, hey, I heard your car show was amazing. Congratulations. That's what a friend would have done. Right. But that's not how they feel. And she's listen, she's not a friend. Mm hmm. We don't know her. Mm-hmm. We don't know her children. We don't know her. Right. As far as I'm concerned, she's a stranger. So when I read that, I took personal offense on your behalf. Right. Because that took a lot of nerve. 
And listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, it would have been nice if it was a positive message and a congratulations. But if she felt a way about it, okay. You know, Rashawn, you know, it would have been nice if you invited Splat. It, uh, Malcolm. Go ahead, Malcolm. Go ahead, Malcolm. Right. Yes. <laughs> it would have been nice if you invited. <laughs> damn it. It would have been nice if you invited Malcolm. Right. Um, et cetera. Maybe express her feelings a little bit more. But the point that she got to where she's like, I think that was quite whack of you. I just wanted to be like, who do you think you're talking to? Like, clearly you have it twisted. Hey, right. And, I, and Clearly I, you have it twisted. Right. Like you like you think it's all good, but it's not that good. Right. And, and see, and this is the thing. And, and hold on. And, and, and not bl- for nothing. I care for Malcolm. Right. Like I, I like I care right. for Malcolm. Absolutely. Like this isn't about Malcolm. Right. This is about Nicole. Right. Right. And she's a new girlfriend. Right. Or a newer girlfriend. She's not the girlfriend that we knew for years and that. Right. But that has nothing to do with it. It does have something to do with it because the position, the position that she plays in our lives has a lot to do with the message that was being sent and how it was interpreted and taken by us. So, yeah, who she is and the level of friendship or relationship or whatever that has everything to do with it. But it just shows it shows a spark of jealousy when the first thing that you think about is yourself when it comes to somebody else, you know, and like you said, jealousy. Yes, absolutely. Why do you say jealousy? She woke up. I think selfishness. No jealousy. She woke up that morning instead of probably seeing pictures online and probably seeing everything that was going on. And the first thing that she thought of was that's fucked up. We, we weren't invited. That's the first thing that was on her mind. And that's jealousy. Mm-hmm. The first thing on her mind wasn't like, damn, he had a, 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 a dope car. Show. I wish I'd have came mm-hmm. for instance. Um, I would, I would, uh, one of my attorneys, one of our attorneys, Janine, mm-hmm. she hit me and was like, damn, I didn't know about the car show. Mm-hmm. And she hit you after the fact. She hit me after the fact. And I was Uh like, I've been promoting it for the last three months. But she was like, you know, somebody stole my Instagram handle and I haven't been on social media. I really didn't know. Mm -hmm. But she didn't say, well, you didn't invite me. You could invite him. She was like, damn, I missed it. I'm so sorry. How was it? From the pictures of it and everything, it looked amazing. Right. That's somebody who cares and was like, damn, I missed it. I wish I would have been there. But how was it? Tell me about it. That's somebody who cared more about the event and more about how I felt and more about it doing well opposed to, well, you didn't invite me. You know, that's that person. But when you have real friends, I just believe that invitations aren't necessary unless it's something private and intimate. You know, when you're doing something public like this car show, like whenever we do a live podcast, I've never quote unquote invited a friend right me neither but guess what all of my friends are at those events absolutely because all they have to do is call me text me gee i'm gonna be there okay there's gonna be a table there's gonna be a section your name's at the door absolutely or come in with me absolutely when i get there whichever way that's real friendship so if they're so far removed that they felt that they needed an invitation, then the level of the friendship isn't what they think it is. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah, that, that bothered me and I don't ever like to be nasty, but her message deserved a nasty ass response. Yeah. Well, she, yeah, well, she did, you know, I'm petty and I, and I flip immediately and they got it. But I actually spoke to Malcolm after later on, he called me and, and, and we spoke about it. He said he really didn't, 
necessarily believe what she said, but not believe, but have the same thoughts as what she said. Yeah, I don't think he knew. I he, think she really know. felt and we like spoke being about it. super girlfriend. Right. And, you know, swooping in and letting her know, letting you know what she thought. Right. So we, we spoke about it and, and, uh, and, um, we talked it, talked it out and we're good now, but I just didn't like that. And I just wanted to bring it up because I thought that was whack. You know, you somebody does something positive and you try to shoot them down as fucking whack. Support for today's show also comes from Poshmark. Instead of buying new things, head to Poshmark to shop for millions of closets across America. Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Download the free Poshmark app to shop from tons of brands across women's, kids, and men's. You won't believe it, the deals you find, like Louis Vuitton bags for $300. How dope is that? You want to buy your mom a dope Christmas gift? Louis Vuitton for $300? That is absolutely, positively it, all right? Now, today, you can get $5 off your first purchase when you enter the invite code KCCREW when you sign up. Just download the Poshmark app, sign up, and enter the code KCCREW for $5 off your first purchase, all right? Think about it. Bags, shoes, clothes for cheap. And you know Christmas is right around the corner. Now, thanks again to Selfish Babe for supporting today's show. Selfish Babe is the free self-love app for women that will remind you how amazing you are on the daily. Now, this app sends you one affirmation and one self-love related quote a day. Now, I make my wife and daughter sign up to make sure they get this every day to put them in a good mood. Now, you know, I got five kids, three girls, two boys. So, you know, my house is run by the female. So I make sure they are happy every day. Now, download Selfish Babe today by going to bit.ly slash Selfish Babe Casey Crew Podcast or find it for free in the Google Play and Apple App Store. And don't forget to follow them on Instagram at Selfish Babes with an S. That's bit.ly slash Selfish Babe Casey Crew Podcast. All right, let's move on now. Okay. Um, Time is moving. So that topic that we were going to talk about with your friend, we'll do next week because there's something else I want to talk about today there's something else you want to talk about yeah i want to get your opinion on it well let's see all right so um on a on a radio the other day we were talking about telling your kids about your past right and Mm -hmm. this came from d.l hughley he was talking about you know when he told his daughter about his past about him cheating on his wife he said his daughter kind of like it made their relationship bad well first of all how old is his daughter I don't know the age of his daughter, but I'm, oh, I'm well, guessing I'm guessing a teen. I'm guessing a teen. And he said his daughter. I'm sorry. Wait, let me just make sure I understand. Um, when he cheated on her mother. Or yes. On, on her mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I guess, you know, when he first told her, or when she first found out, it kind of messed up their relationship. Mm-hmm. And his daughter wasn't fucking with him. And now he's starting to repair that now. Mm-hmm. And. You know, just talking about, do you tell your kids everything and tell everything about your past? So I was thinking about it and I said, you know, I really don't know much about my parents past. Right. I don't. Um, I know more about your parents past than you do. They just never told me or, or we never had discussion. And my dad called me. That's why I went in the other room earlier. And he was, it was like, you know, you know about my past. And I was like, I wait, really, wait, how did he know about it? He heard it, he heard it on the radio. Oh, so he called you into the he called you and you went into the room. Yeah, he and you guys were having that discussion. Yeah, he was oh. like, "I really don't know your past." He was like, "You don't know my past," and I'm like, "Not really." And he was like, "I really don't know how you and mom met." I, I said, "I know it was a friend, but I couldn't tell you what friend." He was like, "Or the story behind it." Oh, the story behind it. He was mm-hmm. like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." I said like this. So I said, "Madison, what college did I go to?" The Madison Hampton University. Mm-hmm. What was my major? 
business management and marketing. Then he was like, well, I asked him what high school you went to. I said, Madison, what high school I went to? Madison was like, St. Francis Prep. Mm-hmm. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I said, Madison knows everything. Uh-huh. I said, I have conversations with them about me getting locked up and arrested for stealing and and me, you know, giving Gia an edible at one time and how it affected her and everything that I do, they know. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's nothing my kids don't know. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh, I was like this. I was like that. I said, I said, I, there was so much that I just learned about you in the last three years that I didn't know as a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, really? And I was he like, was surprised. Yeah, he was surprised. And he was like, really? And I was I, I told, you know, what I said on the radio and I want your opinion. Is I was like, I believe in telling my kids everything about my past, because when I. Tell them something, it's from a place of. I've experienced this. I've been through this. Mm-hmm. It went right for me this way or it went wrong for me this way. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a, my dad is telling me the truth and he's keeping it real. And not only that, I never want them to think that life is perfect. Right. You know, they like they look at their dad as that perfect being. Like he's just perfect. But no, your dad has flaws. And these are my flaws. Right. I'm going to try my hardest to be the best dad ever. But I'm not perfect because I feel like when they look at somebody or they look at their dad or they look at their mom as perfect. And then when they realize they're not, that's when they get hurt mm-hmm. because now they had this perfect being and this perfect example of a person that they thought was well, an unrealistic expectation. Absolutely. And I think a lot of kids have that because they look at their parents as superheroes. Mm-hmm. And then when they see something or their dad uh, does something, gets caught cheating or steals or their mom does this or mom does that or something happens that's not right it's like tells a lie even exactly it's like that's not who i thought you were but Mm -hmm. that's life and i honestly think our family is closer because of that well of course we're closer because of that so what do you what do you think about parents telling their kids everything about their past and things like that i agree with you i just have a problem with the word Everything. Okay. Um, I think that you're speaking generally, but just for clarification, I think that it needs to be situation appropriate, age appropriate. Yeah, age appropriate, of course. Like what? Like you said, everything. Like what? What? What shouldn't we tell our kids about? I mean, when you say everything, I mean, we tell we tell our kids everything. We tell our kids the first time we kiss. We tell our kids the first time we had sex. We tell our kids. Yeah, everything. but I'm not going to tell them the details about. I mean, not sex. the details. Like the, I'm just saying, you know like I mean. you know, I think that when things are told about your past or your present, mm-hmm. and they're personal. I think that they're powerful, right. especially when it comes from your parents, especially if you develop that kind of relationship because your children learn from your life experiences. Absolutely. And they know that it's coming from an honest place, especially when you tell them the good and the bad. Right. You know, Madison can look at me and say, wow. And I think that's why she's really the girl that she is right now. And so cautious and so because Mm -hmm. we tell her about things that we went through and we when we sit down and talk to her it's like a powwow correct you know so she's like wow i really don't want to drink because this is what happened with mommy or this is what happened with daddy or you know i pull her in and we watch the news and we talk about different situations and this is what can happen in this situation this is what can happen in that situation like we're very open and honest and it's not just pounding 
rules into a kid's head. Like you're really sitting down, like you're sitting down with your friend and you're having a conversation and you're talking from a real matter of fact point of view. And the way that I think that a child, well, especially a teenager digests that Uh is a lot more effective than telling them what to do, how to do it and when to do it. I agree. So I just think that it needs to be appropriate to the situation. And I think it's important to have um, a goal in mind. There mm-hmm. should be a lesson learned. I mean, not to say that sometimes you can't just um, have a casual conversation, but when we talk about the heavy things and with Madison, especially right now, it's about drinking and drugs because right. so many of her peers are drinking and doing drugs. And it almost seems... No, it doesn't almost. It is permissible by a lot of her peers' parents. Mm -hmm. There are parties that are going on every weekend where the parents know that there is alcohol being served and consumed. Which is crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Not only do they know, but in some cases, the parents are providing the alcohol Mm -hmm. from a perspective of, I'm the cool parent. Right. And what's so beyond me is that if one of those kids gets into an accident Mm -hmm. on the way home because they're intoxicated, that, God forbid that they're hurt or injured, that's the first concern. But if they're not, the second concern is that parent who provided alcohol or permitted it to be consumed in their home is liable. So I can't understand that if that a parent, if no other reason, let's say you don't even care about the kids and alcohol poisoning or anything else for no other reason, but for selfish reasons. Right. I can't believe that you would allow that to take place. Most people care about self-preservation. I'm not going to jail. There's going to be no alcohol in my house. That's how we feel. (laughs) I mean, that's one of the reasons. Like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. But no, it's like, oh, whatever. I I can't even grasp that. It's so beyond me. So whichever way, I'm saying all that to say, you know, in a world where even adults are permitting their teens to drink and you know, providing it and drinking with their teens and things like that, it could easily come across to my child Mm -hmm. that it's okay and that it's normal. So the conversations that we have with her are pertinent. Right. Because I want her to know this is why people drink. This is the result that it produces. Mm -hmm. And while it can be fun while it lasts, Here go the downfalls. And let me tell you what I've seen with my own two eyes. Tell me. No, no, no. I'm telling you, that's what I've told her. Oh, oh. (laughs) I thought you were going to tell me a story. I was going to tell you. That's that's how the conversation goes. I was like, tell me. (laughs) So, you know, Madison even, this was like a week ago. She was like, so mom, because I'm not even going to lie. Madison will be out and she'll be the only one that's not drinking. And you guys know, Madison has been, she's always been an uptight child. Right. And uptight in the sense where, I don't want to say she's a goody two shoes, but almost too good for her own good. Mm -hmm. 
She never wants to do anything wrong. Okay, well, let, let's 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 be. No, nope. wait. You're gonna cut me off and tell me we gotta talk about this next week. No, no, no. no oh, not okay. Because you that you're known for that. That's I, your I mo. Just, I want to say let let's 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 bring it back to. Let's bring it back to telling your kids about your past because I just got approval from Madison that we could tell a story. So you just texted her. I just texted. I wanted to make sure we can tell a story before we did it. What story? The story when she called us one in the morning. Nah, we're not telling that story. She said we could. I know that she said. Let me see. Hold on one second. Now, now hold on one second. I asked. There was a situation. Hold on one second. Let I me said, just see. I said, let me make sure before we tell a story, Madison will allow us a story. She says, okay. Hold on. I'm looking. She said we could tell a story. Well, Can I read you, this? Why you don't trust me? Because I don't trust you. We, I, she said I could tell a story. Come on. Give me, give me, okay. give, me, give, me give me, give me. No, because I, but even though she thinks it's okay, I don't know if I think that it's okay. Are we just going to tell a story? Because I, I think it's. It, yeah, but I don't think that's okay because if her friends listen to the podcast or if her friend's parents listen to the podcast. Nobody's, nobody we're going to say. That's fine. I mean, this is our life. Like, this is our life. So fucking what? Listen, I'm all about being open about our lives. I just don't really like to talk about people around us unless they say it's okay. Okay. Well, I will. Man, you keep putting me in this corner. Okay, finish what you were saying. Man, I don't even remember what I was saying. Okay, I mean, we, was, we was closing up as far as um, you don't telling your kids. No, no, telling your kids about your past because you was about to go into this. No, that's this, what we were talking about. Right, but you were about to go down this. Madison I twirled lane. down some other lane, and now I don't even remember what I was saying. Okay, well let me. Because you, you just cut me off so abruptly. Let me tell you the lane what you're going to tell because you you were halfway talking about it, and I want you to fully talk about it. So. I was getting the point across, right? But I want, I want, but you was gonna, you was gonna get a point across by going around in circle. I want to go direct to the to where we gotta go. <laughs> All right, sorry uh, about that. See, this is how you know you the podcast. You keep dropping these bombs on me, just like this. Is how you know the podcast? You, these is are real. things you should talk to me about before we crack these mics. No, honestly, no. All right, so let me tell you guys. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, Madison uh, went out, went to a, a party. Right, and when she goes to these parties, she tells us what's happening. Well, well, well at these before parties. you tell the story, let me. I, I remember what I was saying. Now. Okay, I was saying that Madison is a little uptight. Right, she's always been that way. Like doing the right thing has always been very important to her. Correct, and it might be hereditary or something because I noticed that London is the same way, which is amazing like, to me. But she might even be Madison times ten. Right, but whichever is. way. Madison was the type of girl that if another kid drank, she didn't want to be their friend. Correct. If another kid did drugs, she didn't want to be their friend. Correct. And it got to the point where if you looked at Madison's friends, it was slim pickings. Yes. Because there were so few people in her peer group that fit that criteria. Correct. I think it's safe to say that the vast majority of her peers at the very least drink and a good portion do dr- I mean like smoke weed and like vape pens and things like that. Correct. Okay. So Rashawn and I really had to sit her down and be like, listen, you cannot be judgmental of the people around you. Mm-hmm. If they're doing something to jeopardize your safety, that's a different story. Correct. But you can't look at another teen that is drinking and be like, ew, because that's, unfortunately the norm Mm -hmm. and that is in a sense what's to be expected you have to make sure that you have the self-control and the Mm self-esteem to only do what you want to do correct you can be around these people as long as you're in a safe environment 
where they may be doing something that wouldn't be your exact choice without judging them. Correct. And as you guys know, you know, judgment is a very serious thing for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't like when people are judgmental. So clearly I don't want my daughter to be judgmental. The only thing that I want to make sure of is that she's in control, that she has her head screwed on properly and that she makes decisions because she wants to make decisions. Correct. So we got to a conversation. Uh, she's like, well, I'm definitely not going to drink in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not going to do this, that, and the third. And she's like, do you think that I should drink when I get to college? Mm-hmm. And it really turned into a conversation of how women wind up being taken advantage of when they drink, what it does to your mind, uh-huh. how... People, both men and women, obviously become a lot more loosey goosey and they're not as control, et cetera. So I told her, I said, you know, if you get to college and it's a group of girls and you guys are hanging out and you're in a controlled environment like someone's apartment and you're all going to sleep there. No one's going to drive and you want to taste alcohol. You want to see what it does to you. I can't tell you that you'd be wrong for doing that, mm-hmm. especially, you know, if you're of age then that's okay. But you don't want to make a habit of it and you just want to make sure that you're in control. So those are the type of conversations that we have and that's Madison's personality, which brings us to what happened two weeks ago. Right. So um, Madison goes to these parties. She goes out with her friends and they have these parties now Now that she's uh, she's almost 17 and he's, she's a junior and these kids have parties. And she tells me all the time, Dad, um, if I go to this party, I just want you to know that there's going to be alcohol there. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And she was like, well, you know, some of these parties that I go to, the parents actually... Pro- no, all of these... Oh, oh, you mean that the parents provide them. Go ahead. Yeah, the, the parents provide the alcohol and they stay upstairs and the kids drink beer and, and vape and all this other stuff. And I said, well, who's at the party? She was Not like, just beer, vodka. Oh, vodka. And, yeah, all types of alcohol. And she said, I was like, well, who's at the party? She was like, pretty much the whole school. She was like, everybody goes. She was like, people don't drink, but she was like, a lot of people go. So I was like, all right, well, I know you're not going to drink. I know you're not going to smoke. So I will take you and I will pick you up. And matter of fact, I'll drop you off and then I will park in a lot across the street and go to sleep. Right. You know, or or mommy will go in there and go to sleep. (laughs) Go find a nice comfy corner. Absolutely. (laughs) Because um, where she goes to school isn't near where we live. Right. So if it takes me 45 minutes to an hour to get her to the party... By the time I come home, I'm only going to be home for an hour before I have to turn around and go pick her up. Right. So I'll just go and park and be on Pinterest. Right. <laughs> for two hours. Correct. Until she calls me. So uh, we drop her off at a uh, we drop her off at a party, <laughs> and uh, Gee and I come home, and we're like we're going to watch television until we're ready to pick her well, up. Well, this night we came home because she was supposed to be sleeping over a close friend of hers house. Right. So at about one a.m., we get a call, and mm-hmm. it's Madison. Mm-hmm. And Madison is freaking out. Yes. All right. Excuse me. You know, I, I, I almost jumped in that Ferrari and got over there in five minutes. But she was in tears. She was in tears. And you, you, you explain why she was in tears. She was in tears because Madison is a novice. Correct. She doesn't live the same type of life that you and I lived Correct. when we were younger. Now, don't get me wrong. When we were younger, drinking wasn't a thing like that for the people that we were around. Correct. Like when we were 16 and 17, nobody was going out, getting drunk, getting wasted and passing out and acting a fool. Like that just wasn't our life. That wasn't our life. Correct. But 
we grew up in a time where we were forced to be street smart. If right. people did drink and pass out, we would know how to handle ourselves. We wouldn't be freaked out by it because of our environment. We saw right. a lot more. Correct. So Madison has, I guess what I would call virgin eyes. And she's there and um, people were drinking and completely inebriated. Right. Throwing up all over the place. Correct. And wigging out. And it scared her. Scared the shit out of her. She was the only, her and one boy. By the way, um, Madison's probably never, ever, ever going to drink after seeing that, which is great, but go ahead. It was only her and another boy that weren't drinking. <laughs> right. And um, I don't know why the other boy doesn't drink, but it was only the two of them. Right. And she said that she spent the whole time running around taking care of everyone else. Right. And... Some extreme things happened that I'm not going to talk about, um, but it really terrified her. Correct. So she came with a couple of girls mm-hmm. and those girls left, I'll just say because they had to, uh-huh. and Madison was left there by herself. Right. Don't get me wrong, there was other people there, but... She wasn't with a group any longer. Correct. Now, she was the only one left solo from her group. There was another girl that was there that she knew who also didn't have a way home. Right. So we said, okay, we are coming to get you now. You're not sleeping over anyone's house tonight because it seems like a relatively volatile situation. Correct. So we are coming to get you right now. Right. So she said, okay. Long story short, she said, okay. Mm -hmm. And she said that her friend was going to Uber to another friend's house. Right. I said, your friend who's 16 or 17. 16. Is going to Uber to another friend's house. She said, yeah. I said, tell your friend to wait 45 minutes for us to get there and we'll drive her wherever the hell she needs to go. Yeah, it was 30 minutes. If she needs to go to Alaska, we'll drive her. I got there in 30. <laughs> Actually, 28. I couldn't believe that. And not to say that her parents knew. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But if they did, that a parent would let a teenage girl get in an Uber by herself. Right. That's number one. That's incredibly dangerous. An Uber driver... Can potentially be anybody. I mean, anybody. we hear all the stories all the or time. Or anything. Correct. Um, and if she didn't know, if the parents didn't know, it's just crazy to me that, and it's not, I don't, don't want to say crazy because I'm sure it happens more often than not. What's that? But it's unsettling to me that a teenager would have a relationship with their parents where they wouldn't call and tell them that they're taking an Uber I mean, and it, subsequently get shut down. I mean, it happens a lot. I'm sure that happens I know a lot. that's what I'm saying. I'm sure it happens more often than not, but it's unsettling right. that your kid can be in an Uber and we live in New Jersey, so being driven to Connecticut because she might have fallen asleep drunk in the back seat right. and then wakes up to being molested. And you don't even know. You didn't even know your kid was in an Uber. Correct. Or you did and you allowed it. Right. Either way, it's no bueno. I'm with you. Do you see what I mean? Absolutely. So... I don't know. I just, I really think, so speaking to your point, I think that the relationships between between kids, but teens especially, and their parents need to be strengthened. Absolutely. And I do think that there needs to be open communication where the way that you communicate inspires trust and belief. Right. 
in what you're saying and in the communication. Absolutely. You know, so that your kids, like, I feel like our kids listen to us because they know right. that we have their best interests at Abs- heart. Absolutely. They know we're not going to lead them down the wrong path. They know we're not going to lie to them. They know that anything that we tell them is for their own good. And they know that we just want them to have fun. Absolutely. We want them to live life to the fullest. We don't want them to be lames. Mm-hmm. Like we want them to go out, experience things, see things, travel, go to parties, have fun. Like I think some parents might be like, oh, my, my, my daughter doesn't want to hang out with kids that drink or do drugs. All right. I'd rather her in the house anyway. No, you can go out and hang with those kids because I don't want you to miss out on life. Right. I don't want you to miss out on those experiences. I don't want you to miss out on enjoying things. You just have to be in control. Absolutely. Of what's going on and you have your phone Mm -hmm. you know that we're like four blocks away possibly or we're at home and we will come and get you if anything that's right and you never have to you never ever 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 have to be worried about telling us the truth Mm -hmm. about some situation i'm gonna tell you where that came from a lot of the ways that i parent is because of my mom Mm -hmm. so this is i don't know this is something that i remember when i was younger so when you and i first started dating right Uh (laughs) uh-huh my mother came to me one day and she was like so I don't know if you and Rashawn are having sex I'm not even going to ask you because I don't want to put you in a situation where you feel like you have to tell me or that you have to lie to me Mm -hmm. but I'm just going to tell you one thing if you're having sex and you wind up getting pregnant you don't you come back to me and you tell me you make sure you tell me you don't go out and have an abortion from one of these basement doctors. They'll stick a hanger up inside of you and rip out your insides and you'll never be able to have kids again. <laughs> that's real talk, though. Hold on a minute. That's, I promise you that's what she said to me. But at the time, that was like a thing. That was the thing, right? You know, like kids that got pregnant, they couldn't tell their mom. They didn't have insurance. On their own, obviously. They didn't have $500 to go to a clinic. Right. They might go to a basement doctor and get something done. So she, those are her words exactly. I will never mm-hmm. forget. But you believe Hold it. on. And, you, and, and I said, but if I came to you and told you, then how would you feel? She said, Gia, the only thing that I care about is you, your safety, your health, and your happiness. So if you mess up and you do something you're not supposed to do, I will always be in your corner to take care of it. Absolutely. Always. And you don't have to worry about if I'm going to be mad at you or if I'm going to be upset with you or if I'm going to be disappointed. Throw all that out the window because at the end of the day, how I feel is the least thing that you need to worry about. You need to worry about yourself and taking care of yourself. Absolutely. And I will support you and I will take care of it. You have a problem, I'm going to fix it. Absolutely. And that's, that conversation, you know why I remember it verbatim? Because why? it resonates with me. Absolutely. Every, like with the kids, I'm like, I'm here to support you. I'm here to take care of you. I'm here to fix anything. You got a problem? Tell me. We're a team. We're going to fix it. Absolutely. We're going to make sure that you come out on top. You know? And I just thank God for my mom and my dad, the way that they raised me. Because yeah. I I just know that I'm the kind of parent that I am because of it. Mm-hmm. And you and I feed off of each other as far as like parenting. And we learn from each other. And the way that we were both raised contributes to how we raise our kids and I'm grateful for our parents absolutely and I just like you said and that's the way that I love that with you and your mom you know and that's what I love about our kids that if there's a problem or situation they're not afraid to say mom this is what's going on even if you mess up even if it's all your fault a dad this is what's going on and Mm -mm. and that's what you want and and that's what I'm more proud I'm most proud of 
And that's what I love about the relationship, because if Madison has a problem or there's a situation, she knows she could come to us at any time. Right. Absolutely. Well, it's time to get up out of here. All right. Now, um, shout to all of you guys. I know you guys hit me all the time about everything that we're doing. So we're doing a real estate seminar. If you missed the last one, if you want to get into real estate, if you want to learn how to grow wealth out of real estate, December 9th, we're doing one in Jersey. All right. I think there's like 100 tickets left. So if you're into it or you want to get into it, real estate it's a class for you and what we usually do is we bring down hard money lenders so you can learn what a hard money lender is we bring in conventional lenders so you can know where you know what a conventional lender is we bring attorneys so you can know what a real estate attorney is and what they're supposed to be doing for you and we'll try to guide you and help you where you need to be looking for real estate what you need to do and all that good stuff right it's uh, me and my friend caesar whose name is flipping new jersey he owns over 600 units in new jersey and he rents them out he has tenants management properties and all that so he flips properties absolutely does all of the above so if you want to get involved or you want more information hit up eventbrite.com just search dj envy it'll pop right up all right now it's time to get up out of here i'm dj envy and i am gia casey and that was another edition of the casey crew toodles and thanks again to poshmark for supporting today's episode of the casey crew poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items Download the free Poshmark app to score amazing deals from tons of brands or list your own items and wait for the offers to roll in. Shipping is fast and easy and is handled directly through the app. Today, you can get $5 off your first purchase when you enter the invite code KCCREW when you sign up. Christmas is right around the corner. And if you want to get some items that are cheap in price, like Louis Vuitton and more, head over to Posh app.